celebration of Mass then in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and the grace and the peace of God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. So welcome to all who are here in our congregation here in the parish church here in Abbeyfield. Welcome to all the listeners of West Limerick 102 FM radio all around West Limerick and we welcome all who are joining us over the internet service and we reassure you that those who are joining us over the radio and the internet that your prayers and your intentions will be very much included in our mass here this morning. Now this morning we want to remember in a very special way the following people here Monica and Michael Collins and the deceased family, Maureen, and Hickey, Maureen Hickey and the deceased members of the McCarthy family, Rebecca Leahy whose second anniversary it is of Shanbelly, Kate and Dennis Nocton of St. Ita's Road and Mount Collins. So we remember all these people, all those who died recently, and all those we bring to our prayer. So welcome to each and every one of you. And today I'm happy to introduce the first Sunday of the season of creation. The season of creation has a special significance for the Catholic Church, particularly since Pope Francis established September the 1st as the annual World Day of Prayer for Care of Creation. It is a time marked throughout the Christian world from the 1st of September to the 4th of October, the feast day of St. Francis of Assisi, and celebrates the joy of creation as well as encourages awareness-raising initiatives to, pro to protect the natural environment. The theme for this year is Cultivating Hope, and we celebrate in the awareness that we are in the midst of an international health crisis. The environmental crisis and this health crisis are interconnected. Both are global emergencies that will affect many people. Both are experienced most deeply by the poor and the vulnerable, and both express the deep injustices in our societies. Both will be solved only through a united effort that calls on the best of the values that we share. And so, to prepare ourselves to celebrate this Mass by the, on the first the Sunday of... For our 
are taking for granted the fruitfulness of the earth, we think of species that have become extinct over the past year and of the burning of the Amazon forests. And as we pray the Gloria this morning, let us remind ourselves that we are praising and celebrating God as the author of the universe and of our salvation. And so we pray together. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. And so let us pray. O God, by whom we are redeemed and receive adoption, look graciously upon your beloved sons and daughters, that those who believe in Christ may receive true freedom and an everlasting inheritance to our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. So we listen now to our readings. First reading from the prophet Ezekiel. We see that the appointed leaders bear the responsibility to point out the wrongdoing of others and to correct them in their errors. First reading, reading from the prophet Ezekiel. The word of the Lord was addressed to me as follows. Son of man, I have appointed... The word of the Lord was addressed to me as follows. Son of man, I have appointed you as sentry to the house of Israel. When you hear a word from my mouth, warn them in my name. If I say to a wicked man... Wicked wretch, you are to die, and you do not speak to warn the wicked man to renounce his ways. Then he shall die for his sin, but I will hold you responsible for his death. If, however, you do warn a wicked man to rejoice his ways and repent, and he does not repent, then he shall die for his sin. But you yourself will have saved your life. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Responsorial Sam. Oh, that today you would listen to his voice, harden not your hearts. Oh, that today you would listen to his voice, harden not your hearts. Come, ring out our joy to the Lord. Hail the rock who saves us. Let us come before him giving thanks. With songs let us hail the Lord. Oh, that today you would listen to his voice, harden not your hearts. Come in, let us bow and bend low. Let us kneel before the God who made us, for he is our God. And we, the people who belong to his pasture, the flock that is led by his hand. Oh, that today you would listen to his voice, harden not your hearts. Oh, that today you would listen to his voice, harden not your hearts, as at Meribah, as on that day at Massa in the desert, when your fathers put me to the test, when they tried me, though they saw my work. Oh, that today you would listen to his voice, harden not your hearts. Second reading from St. Paul to the Romans. 
Avoid getting into debt. Accept the debt of mutual love. If you love your fellow men, you have carried out all your obligations, all the commandments. You shall not commit adultery, you shall not kill, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and so on, are summed up in this single commandment. You must love your neighbor as yourself. Love is the one thing that cannot hurt your neighbor. That is why it is the answer to every one of the commandments. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia. Alleluia. Consecrate us in the truth. Alleluia. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, if your brother does something wrong, go and have it out with him alone, between your two selves. If he listens to you, you have won back your brother. If he does not listen, take one or two others along with you. The evidence of two or three witnesses is required to sustain any charge. But he, if he refuses to listen to these, report it to the community. And if he refuses to listen to the community, treat him like a pagan or a tax collector. I tell you solemnly, whatever you bind on earth shall be considered bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth shall be considered loosed in heaven. I tell you solemnly once again, if two of you on earth agree to ask anything at all, it will be granted to you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three meet in my name, I shall be there with them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to Lord Jesus Christ. So welcome once again to all who are here and all who are joining us over the various uh, communication systems that we have. This year, due to the COVID-19 restrictions, more Irish people than ever took their summer holidays in Ireland, whether it be for a week or a few days away from home. And we've all become familiar with what is now known as the staycation. Many have visited places that they had never visited before and are discovering more and more beautiful locations right across the island of Ireland. Of course, our landscape is magnificent. The views we have everywhere are breathtaking. And we are so blessed to live in this part of the planet, which is not only refreshing to look and experience, but we enjoy a land and a climate that is so beneficial to us in so many ways. We are a blessed people. 
but we take a lot of what we have for granted. Since his election, Pope Francis has consistently highlighted for the people of the world our need to be conscious of caring for our planet. And during the month of September, we celebrate the season of creation, during which we are reminded of our duty to care for what Pope Francis has named our common home. When we hear the word home, we tend to think of the immediate place where we live and the people we share it with, our house, our living space, and our immediate family, neighbours and community. Each of us live within a particular web of relationships that we call home. But we must also be conscious too that we live within a wider relationship with the earth and all of creation. We all live in a common home and we must all care for it and care for each other. Our Gospel today sees Jesus offering advice about living in community. And he first of all acknowledges that communities are far from perfect. And we all know that from our life's experience. Nobody is perfect, no family is perfect, no community is perfect. And we all struggle with our relationships and our duties. But he does make one thing clear. In a community, we all have a responsibility to each other and to work to build harmony. And that responsibility extends beyond our immediate family to our world. In this season of creation, we remember in particular those across the world who are suffering as a result of environmental damage. The way we live on this earth has consequences for the world and its people, and indeed for future generations. During the month of September, dedicated by Pope Francis as the month of creation, let us all consider how we might make some changes that reflect our care for others and for our common home. Each one of us has a place which is unique to us in God's plan for creation. So too, each creature has a place which is unique within the ecosystem and the natural world. So let us remember to respect their place and to work to protect it for God's plan to unfold. Pope Francis said, we need to strengthen our conviction that we are one single family. How we relate to each other and to every part of our lives is important. COVID-19 has shown us in a very powerful way how huge an impact we can make to the lives of each other and the world around us. The loving energy of God is always flowing through creation and this is something which we in Ireland have always been so conscious of, particularly in our rich spiritual heritage. Celtic Christianity was very much at home with this belief and they saw it as a holding all things together such as the changing of the seasons, the movement of the sea, the force of the wind, even the movement of the animals. They called this energy not day. God as Trinity was integral to the everyday life of our ancestors in the faith. An ancient prayer that has come down to us through the centuries speaks for itself, and this is the prayer. Three folds of the cloth, yet one cloth is there. Three joints in the finger, yet one finger fair. Three leaves in the shamrock, yet one shamrock to wear. 
frost, snowflakes and ice, all in water, their origin share. Three persons in God, to God alone we make our prayer. Pope Francis says that discovering God's presence in nature leads us to what he calls to culture, to cultivate the ecological virtues. We realize what wonderful assets we have in our creation. This week and this month, let us be more conscious than ever of the beauty of creation and the gift it is to us and the responsibility that we all carry to care for it, our common home. So we now pray the creed here in the church and we ask those of you at home to join with us. And in the creed, we always proclaim that God is creator of everything. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father, and through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified on the Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is adored and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sin, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. With faith and confidence, we now present our prayers. All-powerful God, you are present in the whole universe and in the smallest of your creatures. You, you embrace with tenderness all that exists. Pour out upon us the power of your love so that we may protect life and beauty. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear us. Fill us with peace that we may live as brothers and sisters, harming no one, God of poor, Help us to rescue the abandoned and forgotten of the earth, so precious in, in your eyes. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear us. Bring healing to our lives that we may protect the world and not prey on it, that we may sow beauty and no dis destruction. Touch the hearts of those who look only for gain at the expense of the poor and earth. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear us. Teach us to discover the worth of each thing, to be filled with awe and contemplation, to recognize that we are united with each creature as we journey towards your eternal light. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear us. We thank you for being with us each day. Help us to discover a vaccine for the coronavirus. Engrace us, we pray, in our struggle for justice, love and peace. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. And we remember and pray for all who have died. Today, in a special way, we remember Kate and Dennis Nocton, Rebecca Leahy, Maureen Hickey and the McCarthy family, 
Monica and Michael Collins and family. And we pray for those in our parish here in Abbey Field who died in the past week, Jimmy Galvin, Mary O'Sullivan and Mary Gordon. May the Lord welcome them to their heavenly home, Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. God, our Father, we make these prayers now with faith and with trust that you will hear each of our needs at this time. And we make these prayers through Christ our Lord. We pray now that my sacrifice and yours will be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. O God, you give us the gifts of true prayer and of peace. Graciously grant that through this offering we may do fitting homage to your divine majesty. And by partaking of the sacred mystery, we may be faithfully united in mind and heart through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For you laid the foundations of the world and have arranged the changing of time and season. You formed man in your own image and set humanity over the whole world in all its beauty and wonder, to rule in your name over all you have made, and forever praise you in your mighty works through Christ our Lord. And so with all the angels we praise you, as in joyful celebration we now acclaim, Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, he broke it, and he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when the supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, 
for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of all our sin. Do this in memory of me. So now we proclaim together the mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. And so as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and to minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and the blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, Brendan Leahy, our Bishop, all the clergy, religious, and all who serve your people. Remember our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who've died in your mercy. Today, we remember Monica and Michael Collins, Maureen Hickey, Rebecca Leahy, Kate and Dennis Nocton, deceased members of the McCarthy family and all the dead. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Apostle, Saint Ida, Saint Francis of Assisi, and all who have pleased you throughout the ages, that we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and that we may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, with him, and in him. Amen. O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from all evil. Graciously grant peace in our day that by the help of your love and mercy, we may be always free from sin, safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. And so, Lord Jesus, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sin, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. And so we pray together. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sin of the world. Blessed are those called now to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. And may the body and the blood of Christ 
keep us all safe now for eternal life. So now here in the church we've come to the sacred moment of Holy Communion. So just a little bit of guidance around that for those who are here. We'd ask you to come forward. Communion will be distributed to your hand, so we'd ask you to stretch your hand out straight as possible. The minister and priest will put the communion in your hand. We try to avoid touching hands if possible. And then receive it and return to your seats in the usual way, up the centre and down the side. Follow the guidance of the stewards and the markings on the floor to give the social distancing. For people outside of the church, they will receive communion at the grotto. And for those who wish to receive a gluten-free host, you could just make your way around to the back of the altar here. You'll find the host on the table there. sacrament most holy, O sacrament divine, all praise and all thanksgiving be every moment thine. And we remember all our dead. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May they rest in peace. And for those at home who are unable to join us, we have our prayer of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul, since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. And we have a prayer through the intercession of Mary, our mother, a prayer for protection from the coronavirus. 
Omeri, you shine continuously on our journey as a sign of salvation and hope. We entrust ourselves to you, health of the sick. At the foot of the cross, you participated in Jesus' pain with steadfast faith. You, our refuge and our hope, know that we need, know what we need. We are certain that you will provide so that, as you did at Cana of Galilee, joy and feasting might return after this moment of trial for the world. Help us, Mother of Divine Love, to conform ourselves to the Father's will and to do what Jesus tells us, he who took our sufferings upon himself and bore our sorrows to bring us through the cross the joy of the resurrection. Amen. We seek refuge under your protection, O Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our pleas, we who are put to the test, and deliver us from every danger, O glorious and blessed Virgin Mary. Amen. So now we have the prayer after communion. Let us pray. Grant that your faithful, O Lord, whom you nourish and endow with life, through the food of your word, the heavenly sacrament, may so benefit from your beloved Son's great gifts that we may merit an eternal share in his life, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. So just before we conclude, some announcements here for the parish here. This week, uh, a number of our parishioners passed away. We want you to remember in your prayers, Jimmy Galvin, Mary O'Sullivan, and Mary Gordon. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. Masses during the week. Next Mass here in the church will be at 12 o'clock today. Tomorrow evening our Mass will be at 7 p.m. And then Tuesday to Friday at 10 a.m. Also, next Saturday morning, we continue with our celebration of Masses for First Holy Communion. And next Saturday, we have St. Mary's Boys School, two Masses at 11 and at 2 p.m. So we're asking other people not to come to those Masses as they are restricted to the children and their parents and families. I want to congratulate the children from Drumfastness School who celebrated their First Communion yesterday. And we welcome those children who are here today for, uh, who have celebrated First Communion yesterday and the previous Saturday. Tomorrow is a big day in the lives of all our young people and their families, so we wish every success and blessing to all who will be receiving their leaving cert results. Please, God, all will go according to plan. And, of course, it's, while it's important, it's always to remember it's never a defining moment in our life. There's always ways around issues that don't work out for us. And finally, just again to remind people, uh, very importantly, our need to restrict our contacts with each other as the numbers with coronavirus continuously increase. It's vitally important that we all restrict our contacts as much as possible to suppress the virus once again. So your cooperation, of course, and your own safety is essential in this. Um, and we thank all who've helped us to celebrate Mass here in such a safe way this morning. So, the final blessing. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you all, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We go in peace now to love and to serve the Lord. O oh Lord my God, we 
in ein awesome wonder, consider all the works thy hand has made. I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, thy power throughout the universe displayed. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to So our thanks again to Father Tony Mullins and the parishioners of Abbeyfield Parish for facilitating us in listening to Mass this morning. And also thanks to West Limit 102 FM, and especially Jason Smith, for connecting us to Abbeyfield today. So just a few notices I'd like to bring to listeners' attention this morning. First up, on our regular Sacred Space programme tonight, we're broadcasting the second part of my interview with Sister Bride Coonahan of the Sisters of the Assumption, as she continues her mission in South America before returning to work in Madagascar and now back in County Cork. A wonderful story. That's 11pm tonight till 12 o'clock. So at 5pm this evening, our good friend, Lorraine Buckley. Remember Lorraine? on the programme with us for 10 years here. She's entering a new stage of her vocation journey as she's clothed with the Dominican habit in White Vale as she enters the novitiate with the Dominican Sisters of St. Joseph Lymington in the UK. The ceremony is being streamed live on churchservices.tv. Just go into churchservices.tv and search for the Dominican Sisters of St. Joseph. So that's at 5pm this evening. So now I'm going to play a recording I made of an interview uh, by Wendy Grace of Spirit Radio as part of the Prayer Guide series every Wednesday. And Wendy was speaking with Susan Heaney, the Ministry Coordinator of Red Cross Church in Wicklow, on the topic, Significant Moments in Our Lives. This is followed by a lovely song by Mark Forrest, and this one is entitled, You Are Mine. So enjoy this. Moments change lives. That's actually one of the messages of one of our spirit moments. You might have heard it on the station. And it's true. A lot of us, maybe all of us, can look at our lives and pick out moments that shaped us or just they were those markers along the road. Of course, they can be positive or negative. Uh, If I think of positive moments, I think of the birth of my two boys, getting married, my wedding day. Um, But maybe we can only see them when we're looking back a long way. And we can also see a fingerprints of a guiding hand. But it's in hindsight, isn't it? And sometimes we can see that. Well, that's our prayer coach topic this morning, the role of significant moments in our lives. And with me this morning to chat about it, I have our prayer coach today, Susan Heaney, who's Ministry Coordinator at Red Cross Church in County Wicklow. Morning to you, Susan. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Morning, Wendy. Well, do you think we all have um, moments in our lives that we can pick out? I mean, these significant moments that we could attribute to, you know, who we are and how they've shaped us? 
Absolutely. I mean, I think, and as you say, it's very often when we look back that we actually see them. And some of them you've mentioned, things like births and marriages. But like I know for a lot of our young people, next week is going to be one of those significant moments in time when they get exam results. Things that shape us and can change the direction of our lives and our defining moments uh, in our lives. And I think, you know, when we look back, we, in, in our family at the moment, we've been watching reruns of Reeling in the Years. But I think when we look back at 2020, I think all of us will say that this has been a year that has hugely shaped and marked our lives and all of us in some way or another. So I, I think we all have those moments. And is life. it good, Susan, to be aware of that and to kind of have that, that kind of bit of self-reflection where you're saying this moment, this moment in time is going to have an impact on my life and how I view the world. And it can be in different ways. It can be for positive, it can be negative. You know, for some people, this whole situation might have increased their anxiety levels, for example. Um, how should we respond to that and where does our faith come into it? Exactly. I mean, I think when we, you know, when, if you say significant moments in your life, people will think of things like birth and marriage and stuff like that. But I think alongside, running alongside of that, God has very key spiritual moments and spiritual markers in our life, if you like. And I think um, it's important that we connect with him in those and, and um, think about what is going on in our lives and maybe look to him in that. I think there are moments of where he steps into our life to bring to bring change, to bring challenge. Some of those times can very definitely be wilderness times that are really difficult. But in the middle of them, God steps in and we find faith and growth in those times. Um, they can be times when he calls us and there's a response required from us or there, there are moments when there's a choice in our lives or moments when even take the moment of actually coming to faith in him. It's a key spiritual moment in, in all of our lives. And, and what about you, Susan, when you kind of reflect on your life? Is there, is there moments that you kind of think about, yeah, that was a significant moment for me? There, there are really many, but there's one that really, I suppose, has been with me since it happened, and I've carried it with me for the rest of my life, and it's a real, very definite marker for me. And it goes back quite a number of years when I was in a period of my life when I was really, really struggling. I, I was struggling with who I was, with my identity, with, you know, one of those moments when, why am I even here? What am I meant to be doing? Who am I? And I was feeling just particularly lost and inadequate. And I really cried out to God in that place uh, and, and was feeling, well, God, I don't even know that you hear me and I don't even know that you're, that you're listening to me. And then uh, we just happened to have someone come to stay, a really godly person. At that particular moment in time, we really didn't know them all that well. They've since become a very dear friend. And out of the blue, while they were staying with us, they turned to me and said, I think God has something that he wants you to know. And he gave me thought, okay, <laughs> what is yeah, that? My ears did, yeah, my ears, and I thought, oh, finally, yes, yeah, God's, God's got an answer for me. But uh, they gave me the words of, of an old song, um, and they totally changed everything for me. And, and these are the words of the song. I will change your name. You shall no longer be called wounded, outcast, lonely, or afraid. I will change your name. Your new name shall be confidence, joyfulness, overcoming one, faithfulness, friend of God, one who seeks my face. 
And that just really spoke in to where I was at. And I just felt, do you know what? God knows how I'm feeling. He knows how confused I am. He knows how, how lonely and lost that I feel. And yet he has a different thing for me. He, he sees me differently and he wants to give me confidence and joyfulness. He wants me to overcome. Uh, and he's my friend. And that totally changed everything for me. And, you know, there have been moments in my life since when I've maybe begun to feel the same thing. And there's lots of times when we think, God, why am I even here? And what am I even meant to do? And I can go back to that and be instantly reassured that God knows me uh, and he has a plan and a purpose for me. And that was just a really key marker in my life with him that, that if you like, it's like a signpost for me, but it's something that I carry with me as well. It's one of those things, though, I, I find, Susan, for a lot of us that... You know, you could be in one of those moments where you're really struggling like you were. Um, and it's hard if you have if you mm-hmm. don't have that relationship with God and you can't see it. And, and it is sometimes only looking back that you can see, OK, I see kind of where the plan was. But at the time, it can feel quite desperate. Yes, it can. But I, but I think the important thing in those times is actually to cry out to God. And I'm very aware that the current season that we're in is really difficult for an awful lot of people. But I also feel that God is saying, you know, this is a key moment in time. Press into me and cry out to me because I want to be with you in this moment. Uh, I want to carry you through. I want this to be a marker in time for you and me together that I can walk you through this journey and be with you and sustain you in it. Um, and I, I just think it's we're really in one of those moments where we really need to do that. And I think when we do, we, we God will give us the strength. And when we look back, we will see that he's carried us through it. And is that in terms of that, if we are kind of reflecting or looking back on, on different moments in our lives, um, how do we ask God for kind of, well, enlightenment really in terms of, say if it is a negative thing, to help us turn it into a positive or to see the kind of the bright side, if you like. How do we ask God for that, especially if we're not used to chatting to him? Do you know what? God always responds to the cry in our hearts. He doesn't need fancy words. He doesn't need us to sit down and work out how to say it. God knows God knows us. Uh, he knows what we're feeling. He knows what we're going through. He knows the desperation. And over and over and over, particularly if you look at the Psalms, it's, I cried out to you, Lord. I cried out to you. And all he says, cry out to me. And when you cry out to me, I will hear you and I will answer your prayer. So just let it come from your heart before God and just tell him how it is. Yeah, and really and good advice, listen. Susan. Really good advice. And thanks so much for joining us on the programme today. A voice came from the cloud. This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. to you in the silence I will lift you from all your fear you will hear my voice I claim you as my choice be still and know I am For I am with you I have called you each 
by name Come and follow me And I will bring you to play a recording of a short homily from the Clonard Monastery. I heard this during the week. And this one is entitled How Are You Getting On? Well, how are you getting on in these difficult times? I was, as I'm sure to some extent we all were, reflecting on that during the past few days and one thing that well was helpful for me maybe you're unlike me maybe you're not maybe you're like me when they say we're all in this together there's one way in which we're all in it together is that everyone is finding it difficult these times that well it needs to be said it needs to be said I need to say it to myself I think I sometimes, oftentimes, look at people and see and think to myself how well they are managing. But of course, the more I've talked to people about the scene and about the difficulties of these times, the more I've come to know that everyone finds these times difficult. Some have huge difficulties to bear, some smaller difficulties, but everyone is finding it difficult. And I find that Consoling. A bit of solidarity there when, we're, when we say we're all in it together. I was reflecting, too, on two childhood experiences of mine. Being lost in Moore Street. I was about six, maybe seven years of age. On a Friday, oftentimes, my mother would bring me into town on the bus. I used to like the bus. I used to like the shops particularly, but I used to like the, the bus ride. And I'd go up in the top of the bus, and of course I'd drive the bus into town, drive home again. And there was never a better bus driver in all the world. Moore Street. Moore Street years ago was a great kind of shopping, kind of market area, stalls with vegetables and all kinds of, well, meat shops, fish shops along the way. A great hustle and bustle there. And when I was about six, seven years of age, I was there and I remember I had an ice cream in my hand. My mother bought me an ice cream. I was eating the ice cream. And suddenly, well, kind of, I looked around. My mother wasn't there. I was lost. 
It would be no exaggeration to say that I can still remember the kind of feeling. There was a certain feeling of terror, terror nearly. I felt alone, abandoned, didn't know what to do. Powerless. On my own. And there was. I mean, I don't like to exaggerate. But in my certainly childhood time, there was kind of a feeling, a certain feeling of terror. That's one childhood experience. There's another I have been thinking about. Every year, my mother used, well, she particularly strongly, my father too, but my mother even more strongly believed that we should get away on a summer holiday. And one year we went to, down by Loch Loch Derg, on the Shannon, Loch Derg on the Shannon, not the pilgrimage one, Loch Derg on the Shannon. And there, we were just by the banks of that Loch Derg, beautiful, Gary Kennedy, near enough to Ross Gray, beautiful country, beautiful part of the country. My father hired a rowing boat. So me, my mother, three brothers, out on Loch Derg. And as can happen, and as does happen on that lake, a certain kind of storm grew up, and their waves were huge. And it was very, got very, very dangerous. I can remember being in that boat, and I can remember certainly no feeling of terror, a feeling of adventure, a feeling that this was kind of felt we were in difficulties. I kind of knew that a bit. But I felt that there's, there's nothing my father couldn't do to get us out of that difficulty. And he did well. He knew how to row the boat into the, steer it into the wind. We came through it. First experience being lost in Moore Street, a bit of terror. Second experience, if anything, the kind of spirit of, of defiance that we'd conquer, we'd come through, because my father was there and he could, in my childhood imagination, he could do anything. I've been reflecting on that in this time of COVID. And I've been thinking to myself that there is no one of us who is in that first kind of situation, who is abandoned, alone. God is with us. God is with us. We have his assurance. We have Jesus telling us over and over and over again that he is with us. The apostles in that boat, they weren't at all sure. They were frightened. They had to kind of call Jesus. They had to wake him up. They had to get him to get up and sort out the wind and the wave. And he did. But he was with them. We honor our Blessed Lady, Mary, our Mother of Perpetual Help. And it's fairly impossible for us almost to think of Mary without thinking of her son. She was so, so devoted to him. And Jesus himself, 
We sometimes, we look at Jesus and we sort of examine him and we think, wasn't he great in this department, that department, the other department? And he was. And he did great and wonderful things. But he didn't function on his own. He was more than conscious that God, his Father, was with him every step of the way. And so, it is with you and me. God is with us. Mary, our Blessed Mother, is with us. We need their help, and I think it would be true to say we need their help and their presence more than we ever did. They are with us. That beautiful prayer that we pray, our Novena prayer, where we think of Mary at the foot of the cross. She knew the difficulties of life. She stood at the foot of her son's cross. She is with us at this time. God is with us at this time. Let's turn to them in our cries for help. And so we'll pray together the Novena prayer amended for these difficult times, the prayer to our Mother of Perpetual Help. Mother of Perpetual Help, with the greatest confidence we come before your holy picture to beseech your intercession. We think of you, Mother, at the foot of the cross. Your heart must have bled to see your son in agony, but your joy was great when he rose from the dead, victorious over the powers of evil. Mother of sorrows, pray for us in this time of trial. Help us not to lose heart. Intercede for your people who are afflicted with coronavirus. Comfort your people who are vulnerable and anxious. Protect health care workers who put their lives at risk. Inspire our leaders to make good decisions. Change our hearts that all may act responsibly. Teach us to trust in God's love and mercy and to share with you the joy of having courageously faced up to all the challenges of life. Amen. So we've come to the end of our broadcast this morning. Join us again tonight at 11pm to listen to Sister Bride Cunahan. And also, if you can, maybe tune in at 5pm this evening on churchservices.tv at the Dominican Sisters of St. Joseph for the closing ceremony of Lorraine Buckley as she enters the the novitiate. So my name is John Kelly. Thanks again for listening to me this morning. Enjoy the week. God bless now.